square fielder. He's gone to the dogs. Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to the Gone to the Dogs podcast. Ella and I would like to wish each of you a very Merry Christmas and the happiest of New Year's. Today, we go into part two of our interview with James Oliver Laws. You'll remember from last week that Mr. Laws was 75 years old. When we conducted this interview through um, my friend Stuart Biesecker of Lexington, North Carolina, uh, on Mr. Law's front porch, and uh, I guess I could call this uh, (laughs) trains, rain, and automobiles, because this interview was never intended to be aired as a public broadcast. The interview was simply to gather material for an article that I wrote for Coonhound Bloodlines magazine in the July 1985 issue. The article was called Plot Hounds, The Rest of the Story. As you listen to Mr. Laws, you'll hear the background noises that that I mentioned, trains going by, rain falling on the roof, automobiles and motorcycles speeding by. But if you listen closely, you'll hear the words of a a very interesting individual and one that knew personally the story of the plot hound perhaps better than anyone outside the plot family. Um, Some of the uh, statements by Mr. Laws will no doubt be controversial. Uh, He appears to be a little confused at times as to the dates. In one reference, he talks about a registered plot back in 1925. We know that the plot was officially recognized by United Kennel Club in 1946. But those little uh, inconsistencies aside, I think you'll find that Mr. Law's story uh, is certainly believable, and it is by me for sure. I'd like to begin the podcast today by reading the introduction to the article that I wrote after these interviews. Daddy was a bear hunter. He killed a bear when he was only five or six years old, began Jim Laws of Lexington, North Carolina, as he reminisced about his famous father, who was once the paid guide for the famous Hazel Creek Rod and Gun Club, where the likes of Vaughn and Little George Plot and Mr. Baseball Branch Rickey hunted on the North Carolina side of the Great Smoky Mountains. Uncle Jimmy, as the elder laws was known, lived in Proctor, North Carolina, a town that was later covered when the Little Tennessee River was dammed to create Fontana Lake. He served as caretaker and guide at the famous camp until he was well into his 80s. The 50,000 acres of mountain wilderness was originally purchased from the giant Ritter Lumber Company. Uncle Jimmy Laws took the job in 1930 or 1931 for $35 a month. Jim Laws, 
who was 75 years old, remembers well his first day at the Hazel Creek Camp. On October 20, 1935, six bears were killed by the club, and of the 15 to 20 bears that were jumped on the two-day hunt, a total of eight were killed. Jim Laws remembers the hunt especially well because the biggest bear of the lot was his. That particular hunt is not all that lives in the magnificent memory of this mountain man who represents one of the very few living links to the history of the breed of dogs that we recognize today as plot hounds. His recollection of the hunters, the hunts, and the hounds of the Smoky Mountain region prior to the plot hounds' entry into the coon and big game hunting world as a major entity will no doubt spark controversy as they differ with accounts passed down from unknown historians and widely accepted by plot hound fanciers as gospel heretofore. And yet, when one considers that this man lived, worked, and hunted with the plot men, was a personal friend and confidant of little George Plot, and as you'll see, gives vivid accounts of hunts with, in his words, the Plot, who was the best dog man in the bunch, Von Plot. If you be- listen to the story, you will have to lend credibility to what he says. And so, with all due respect to his tradition, let's pull up a rocking chair and sit on the porch a spell with Jim Laws for a lesson in Plot Hound history. Old man John Plot, he didn't, he didn't look too awful much. That's little George's daddy. He didn't look too awful much, but he had a whole bunch of dogs. Is that right? Did he yeah. have pretty good dogs? Yeah. yeah he was little man. George's daddy. Yeah. But I don't know. He he just was a label, I reckon, to look too much on. Too old then? Or? He was getting pretty old when he was John. Was he as old as your daddy? I don't know. He was from far, far, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he just uh, he liked, had more in it. Too. He liked it, didn't he? Yeah. What did your daddy think of those boys' uh, dogs? Did he like their dogs? Oh, he the liked their dogs. Yeah. yeah, he liked their dogs. Well, I... I've owned some pretty good ones. I've got a whole few soppy ones. Were there many registered plots at that time? The only registered plot I ever knew was that little daddy's plot. How was she bred up? They bred, they got uh, an old fellow Portwood in Knoxville, Tennessee. Bought two dogs from Von Plot. And they they was registered. Yeah. And uh, he was he'd go and hunt the fella honeycut all the time. Oh honeycut tell him oh they was gonna get burned so on and so But he never never did kill by for several years. So when Bully Ferguson he comes right over what would he said Oh, I said, if you want to get a virus, I said, you're a hunter with a long man. I said, you what? I said, you go over there. 
Then you go over and tell them Moses. Tell them what I said for you to come over there. Well, he had that old man each morning. My daddy said, well, we six and take a hunt tomorrow. He said, we're doing lots of good. Said, and they went. They killed who? Fired my daddy killed one that day and somebody else killed one. And anyway, that old man Portland, when he came over, he said, Says you sold five hundred dollars for them two guys that just say. Said I won't. Said my dad said no. We don't do like that. Said when we kill one, said we divide it up equal with all the hunters. Mm-hmm. But said the dog gets the hide. The dog. The dogs get the hide. Whatever they kill, the man that owns the dogs get the hide. Uh-huh. And he said. Well, he sure would look out. They went, they went back in. He went back home and come back in. And they went again. And uh, he told they killed, I think they killed one or maybe two that trip. But anyway, he, he said to my daddy, he said, how would you like to have a registered clock head? My daddy said, I've heard dogs talk of them. But I don't know, so I guess it'll be all right. So, what, what year was this in, would you say? Uh, that was about, I'd say it was about 1925, 24 or 5. So. Well, my daddy, they went up, he told him, he said, there's a Huffman boy taking care of them. But he goes there, said, I give him that red, uh, the dog said, but you have that jail. Daddy went, you know. Brought her on back home. And uh, we went, I think it's the next day, the next morning. Boy, we turned that little old jail boost and she went, went like a wind blowing. I mean, uh-huh. she could really run. And uh, we heard it. And Uncle, he said, listen, they went out of hearing the one was coming back in. Uncle said, listen. He said, I bet you old man Burroughs, old collie dogs, got with them dogs. I said, here I'll come. And my daddy said, said, that's old Molly. Then she's out running the rest. Molly, yeah. Was that the and rest I, of Jip that yeah. got off of Vaughn's dogs? Yeah. yeah. And uh, then we raised three puppies from them. Off of her? Off of her and True. Uh, oh, you did bring Molly to True? Yeah. Uh-huh. And we got, we got that uh, red looking and the black one. Black one with a half frame around his neck. It's just like an old troop dog from the world. And we had a black and tan. Yeah. yeah. My brother, he came over there. He said, something said, he said, I won't put one of them up. My dad said, well, you can have that. Jip. He said, I won't fire him. My dad said, no, I don't. He said, how? He said, I don't. That's my own truth. He said, 
said, what do you want for it? Ten dollars? Just took it off. My daddy said, no, should take it off. And uh, then he sold them, though, to a fellow Stanford. And Stanford, that can refer to some dollars. So Gold ended up with them? Yeah. Well, he ended up with uh, Jim. And that was the mother of about all these dogs. Oh, is that where Goldie got his dogs from yeah. then? So really, Daddy's Troop Dog and the uh, rest of yeah. Bolly Jip, the Von Plotz, is the start of yeah. Goldie Ferguson's dog. Yeah. 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 Well, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. yeah that's that's kind of what I was wanting to know about is how some of these dogs got started. Cause Steve Fielder, he's a plot man, and he'll know what you're talking about, yeah. and and the dates, you know, that they go back to. And they got some of it was uh, Lamper spotted. Yeah. yeah. The plots lived in Oklahoma. Where did they ever? What they's ever bred from? They had, uh, old man John had about three or four of them lepers. Plots. And John had them. Or Vaughn had one. Well, they tried to breed for about all brindle color, didn't they? Yeah. That's why they, they tried to breed. And a lot of times they'd, they'd have pretty buckskin. They'd pop out a buckskin nearly all. But the, they'd and, cull them out, the buckskin they'd plots. They'd cull them out. Maybe yeah. kill them. Yeah, so they was mostly looking for brindle plots. Well, maybe yeah. kill them. Yeah, so they was mostly looking for brindle plots. Buckskin that he had. He said, I just, said that little old pup said, I just see it. He said, I don't know where on it. He <laughs> said, I said, I'm going to keep that. He said, I said, oh, that, that runs way out. That runs out. But he turned out to be a good one. He was one of the best to die, yeah. But his daddy didn't like it because uh -huh. it was a buckskin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, little George, and, uh, as long as that buckskin dog was alive, he was his strike dog. Is that right? He took him to the yeah. track with. Right. Yeah. We went up there and turned loose on a big bear. Yeah. It was an awful big one. And uh, they fit. We got over on the park over there. And got on Calhoun property in there. And they treed several times. And they got him down. But he killed about three dogs before. Uh, and by the way, they just, my brother in law, he, him and George Plot, Taylor Wilson, they got one over there. They'd get to wear down, but he killed a them dogs. He got to where he just fight in a small place like here in this yard. And he'd do them back up a big tree. Yeah. And that, the, I think when the third nut killed, uh, then they got the dogs left. Yeah. He didn't want to lose more of them, but just got them on the park. They couldn't even go kill it. Right. Well, I guess that, that was uh, pretty common to lose good dogs back then to a bear, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they was an old fella queen over there. Now, he owned, owned Redbones, and he got them tossed up with uh, something like a claw. I don't know. But uh, once in a while, you'd see a red Well, yeah. He yeah. had Redbones. Yeah. Them Redbones was good, though. Yeah. Now, 
that like you did. You know, it's nothing that would murder them that they did. Right. So your plots and your black and tans and your red dogs was your three main dogs. Yeah. How about walkers? They didn't use them. Walkers. Walkers, they had run, but they wouldn't fight. Yeah. You had to have something to make him climb the tree. Have something to bite. <laughs> they had to get bit before they climb a tree. Yeah. Uh, but I have turned them loose, and as soon as the dog could get, well, just about that, get up with it, he'd climb right then. Never. Then we got a that black dog, like a damn black. And it's telling you about it, it's a mate to that red Jim. Now he, he was one of the fastest dogs ever seen. And uh, all the time he'd, if they had to run any distance, he'd be out from all ahead of them. Yeah. But you know, I just thought about what you were talking about, like Goldie Ferguson's dogs coming down off Old Trish. I guess. A lot of the dogs nowadays, if they were traced back, they would go back to your daddy's old dog. Because yeah. everybody about it, too, there. It had a, a good chip. They won't breed. They, they wouldn't breed no other dog if they could breed. They'd breed the troop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did the plots ever breed any of their dogs, too? No. I don't. Well, we didn't know much about the plots, still. Then, when we got that chip. Oh, yeah. And that's where we learned about squats. That was back in 25. Yeah, about 24, 25. And when y'all was hunting together up at Hazel Creek, that was on up in... Uh, oh, that, uh, that was in 19 and... Uh, about 34. Uh, been on, I hunted from 1934. I hunted until uh, the park took down. Right. But they... Um, then the dam come in there and, and bought the lower end of it, and then they just bought the other and turned it into the park. Yeah. It's all park now. Right, right. Um, well, I, I guess uh, you and them block boys had a lot of fun then, didn't you? Well, you had more fun than anybody. <laughs> um, We've had as much fun when it come. That very, we killed up our own parts. We fought it four hours. Never went much further than dirt that hill. Right. You were more in uh, closer to which one of them's age? Little George Plot's age? Yeah. Uh, or Vaughn, or which one? Well, Vaughn was a lot older. Vaughn had Vaughn. kids about as old as me. Little George, he was. Me and him wasn't too far. Uh, he was younger than George was. Yeah. Well, I've heard you mention Taylor Wilson's name several times. Now, evidently, Taylor had some good dogs. Taylor Wilson and him and the Plot's. Yeah. 
and that brittle legs and flat back. Yep. Yeah. So now Taylor was he about your age or? Uh-huh. Me and Taylor went to George Fox, close to the same age. Yeah. Now George Fox, close to the same age. Yeah. Now George Fox, close to the same age. Your, your daddy went to Hazel Creek to be the hunting guide. What year was that in? Would you say? Did he move up there to uh, that little community? Was it Proctor? Proctor. Proctor. What, what year did he go up there? I believe that he moved there in about 1930 or 31. How much did they pay him a month to, uh, to be? he first went there, yeah. they paid him $35 a month. That was good money during that the Depression. That was good money then. Yeah. And, uh, then just in a little while, uh, he'd been there a year about it. While they told him so. Well, did you take? You're going to take it over. You're going to have control over all of it. So he couldn't watch Bart. He had to go in for a Right, right. They told him said, uh, if you want a farm. They were some really good farms. But you want farms? Anywhere you want. Full of Yeah. And what they was a big vendor. What they call Camp Salmon. That was Parts of Proctor's Creek and Agency. I guess there's about 30 acres of them. It was a big drive. And that was a big, large area. Yeah. Was well, on. We put a bunch of cattle back there. Yeah. Was there a, well, rain's about to overtalk us, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, was there a, a right many bear on Hazel Creek up in there when you went first went up oh, there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had been there. They had bought that a long time before that. And they'd a, a hunting club out of it. They had Granville Calhoun. He was, he was over like my daddy was. My daddy took over there. They had a fellow Warwick, that fellow Golden that I'd shown you in the In your kitchen, right. They had him and no fellow Parks, and I don't know overall. Well, it's about 20 miles free and they just had certain sections to take care of. Right. Golden, he was on the Bone Valley Tree. But you know, to uh, to have been raised up in the Great Smoky Mountains and uh, to been able to hunt with such men and been able to hunt with those caliber of dogs that you had, that had to be a, yeah. a lot of fun. It was, well, I got to where I could, I just, well, I was about crazy to go live with those. We got a change. Well, well I, I remember you telling me about uh, your daddy had a, a bent barrel on one of his guns or something one time. Well, that was what uh, Ricky said about it. Branch Ricky. Yeah. Uh, well, daddy, no, what it was, he had a, a 30-30 Winchester. And he had it laying up in the fox that had some chickens running right down the path. And caught one with daddy, he grabbed up 30-30. Out there. And he shot the fox. 
Morgan each off that. It knocked him down just about it. Said, there it went out. Yeah, by the way, the mud does a nest in the yeah, barrel. the end of the barrel. <laughs> it swelled a barrel, but it didn't shoot right. But I didn't mean, he did a thing. The bar comes through and he shot at it just about missed. Hit it in the leg. Uh-huh. And by the way, went on over there just a little ways, though. They treed. He killed it. And branch reached And then... They and they said, my daddy's shooting a shotgun for a, a slight bend in the barrel. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was the 30-30 Winchester. And my daddy said, I just like to miss that the first time. I said, didn't you shoot too good second time? It said, well, I was up a tree a little. And I said, and right, she said, well, Said, Uncle said, Do you guess a, a new rifle would do the job? Oh, no, but that's the magazine. Good with this and here. And he said, And Brent said, Said he, he said, Oh, sure. So I can shoot a good shoot yet. <laughs> well, he, he sent him a gun once he got back to St. Louis. When he got to St. Louis, he sent him a a 4440 he died. He didn't like it. Yes. Double barrel. It, it didn't kill like them old single barrels when he wanted something to reach with. That didn't kill Yeah, uh, well, um, what did uh, Branch Ricky think about all the dogs that y'all had back then? Oh, uh, Branch Ricky, he, he was something else. He said, he's bragging about them dogs. He said, old Vaughn Clark. And that boy there, he talked about me, that that boy there said, hey, the mountain runningest things I've ever seen. <laughs> well, both of y'all were raised up in the mountains. Yeah. So kind of you had to get around. We could get around. Yeah. I never, I never did see one feller that could run me to death. I saw one, though. He, he could really run me to death. Fellow well, she's about He's 40 years old. I was about 25. Boy, he, he runs me to that. <laughs> of course, I guess the first one got to the bear is one got to shoot the bear. Well, right? it got there because the man that shot it. Yeah. I killed him. Well, we and Wits came to kill him. My plot, see, they wouldn't take care of it. I went and found the bear tribe. Then, I just wonder had about 17 dogs. They said, that's just too many dogs. They kept on, I say, they wanted to rule us out. Said, put that children on the corner on Walker Street, see what you can do, or up on Proctor's Street, boy. He said, let us take our dogs up here and turn them. Oh, man. 
lot of times you did just take truth, didn't you? Yeah, sometimes it just told you what you would be there. Wouldn't be nothing else. But <laughs> well, I heard you say a while ago that you and uh, you and Vaughn Plot went coon hunting one night. Did Vaughn like to coon hunt? Yeah. Yeah, Vaughn. Well, Vaughn and Little George and them, they was real sports. Yeah. Real good. Of course, they give their dogs more credit than really than than was necessary. And they'd never say nothing about nobody else's dog. We killed one over there. Um, what's called Huggins. A bear. And, uh, yeah. And that old rock dog. Now, boy, he, him and that old stop dog was on for them rescues. They, uh, they stayed right down there and said, oh, uh, a fight and rescue his head. Now, I know they's going to get killed. Mm. They didn't get a cut off. <laughs> but that, it was killed up there on the park. He caught up that old rock dog right there in the back of the neck. When he died, they was not that big on his How old was your rock dog when he died? <laughs> I don't believe he's over about seven years old. Mm. I, did you breed him many times? Never did breed him about three times. Yeah. Or. He produced pretty good pups. Yeah. Yeah, he had, he always had his pups was good. <coughs> well, did little George ever breed uh, that buckskin plot that he likes so good? No. said never did breed. I believe that George's uncle, married one of all his sisters, I believe he bred to him one time. He, told, he was telling me about breeding to him. He didn't ever go with no us. There was lots there. Well, them dogs, they, they deserved a good name. Yeah. They deserved it. But they had some. They had some. It wasn't much. Well, I guess most people like that. It's hard to come up with a good with dog. With every one of them. Yeah. And well, you know yourself, you can breed the best male to the best female that you can find. And then you're lucky to get a good dog. Somebody's got to get that dog that really knows a little something about hunting for it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Or handle him right. Yeah. If he's got that natural ability, he'll he'll come right on out. Yeah, he'll come out. Yeah, just like you said, that pup of yours at nine months old treated that bear. He just had it bred in him to do that. Yeah. yeah. He said, that dog will never be. He said, you'll never get to be a dog. Daddy said, well, he got that thing. He said, he's, said he's biting that bar. said, catching it right by the ear, by the head. He said, said I see that bar knock him 10 foot one time on the clock. said, and he kind of yelled a little and went on with the went right by. <laughs> yeah. I guess they got to have the grid or they never would. Well, ain't some of them. They somewhere. It, didn't That's right. That's just like, you know, there's there's just like, like there's champion dogs, there's champion coons. Some yeah. of them you just can't hardly make the climb, and they're yeah. just smarter than the others. And uh, it's just, uh, 
some smart bears like there's some smart yeah. dogs in. And I guess even the best dog could probably look bad on a given yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> how many bear would y'all usually kill in a season of hunting up at Hazel Creek, would you say? Oh, we, we made about three hunts a year. Three we hunts? We about three days. And uh, I guess we'd just, we'd average, but anyway, five bear a year. Yeah. Pretty nice ones, huh? Yeah. We killed, we killed some big as I ever seen about it. What, what do you guess the biggest bear you ever seen killed would weigh? Well, I don't know what it weighed. It weighed 520 pounds. He was a big one, wasn't he? He killed it. Kid. He didn't cover it up the top of a, of a Chevrolet truck. They had a truck with a bed on it. They had uh, that big barrel. Got it. No feather said, let's load it on that truck. I said, why not put it in? No, I said, let's put it on top. And he tied its feet off. Yeah. It covered that whole truck. And we said, we want to take it to town and weigh it. And we took it and weighed it. We weighed 520 pounds. Who killed it? My daddy. Your daddy killed the bear? And it was you on the hunt when they killed the bear? No, I was not. Uh -huh. I, was, I was in school that day. But uh, I got to go with them to see the bear weigh you know? And uh, we, well, well, and my daddy, when he, he stretched the hide, and that hide stretched eight feet. Eight feet. Eight foot four. And it was 520 pounds. Probably 520 pounds. It was that big up for years. Wow. And what year were you born in, James? 1950. And you're, uh, 75 years old. How old was your daddy when he uh, quit bear hunting, would you say? <laughs> he was getting up on, well, close 70. Mm -hmm. Hunted up to 70. Yeah. He hunted to How many bear would you say that your father killed during his lifetime of bear hunting? Oh, he killed up close to 100. 100 bear? Yeah. Well, that's, that's real good, the man. I've got a brother that I just killed very near as many as he Is that right? A brother older than me. Uh -huh. So he's lived up there in the mountains all the time. He killed. Some, uh, he went out there. What <laughs> day he killed? Uh, killed in the corn field. Said he, something got to eat in his corn up. Said he said. So he never paid no attention to what it was. Just see what he did. He said, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to kill groundhogs and that's what I mean. Without finding these two birds, they will be killed. Kill both of them, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's killed a lot of birds. Well, back during that time, when you were being raised up in Bryson City, the bear was plentiful, too. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, it, in a way, it was kind of scarce, but you take like that. Lands company down there, that uh, club. Uh, they was plenty for there for they somebody in my watching all the time and keeping 
people from Huntington Beach in here tonight. They was a lot of our, that day we went, they had a guy killed him sick. Old fella was looking at us. He said, they said, Uncle Joseph got the bar this year. He said, one passing through once in a while. One passing through. He didn't think it was many in there then. No, he wasn't a bunch. Yeah. He wasn't back in the white bar. Mm -hmm. uh, in the summertime, I'd uh, watch the creek. Stay on the creek down. Didn't pay too much attention to back on the mountains and like that. But then when the fishing season was over, well, I'd go to ramble in the mountains to see what the wire was for. You kept up on I kept up on it. You had to to be good at it. Yeah. Well, well Daddy, he said, now I said, I'll tell you. He said, you are. Uh, said, you may not see uh, one strike. They said, you see, he said, they'll rake along. Uh, uh, Makers, said, you'll see that, maybe not even see a track. He picked up on a lot of the yeah. ways of, of a bear, hadn't he? Yeah. They just do over there. Uh, said, uh, some of them said something about that over there. <laughs> he said, he knows the day before where the wires and where that night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we killed bears, wild hogs. Did you have many hogs, wild hogs? No, no we didn't. They had them over across the river over there in Graham County. They was plenty of them. Uh, over there, they just went well, once in a while, but now they're thick as rabbit's mouth. Yeah. So that was kind of a prize to get a. Mm -hmm. A nice bear. Was there many uh, coons up in the mountains when you were being oh, raised? Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of them. I was as many as they did here. Yeah. No. I don't question there's any around. Right around here, of No. I, yeah. I remember my, my daddy and my grandpa going to the coast and buying coons to turn loose to restock or to stock. Yeah. Back then, when I was a boy, on the Yakin River was the only place you could strike or tree a coon. Maybe those scares. We, we kind of killed a whole lot of things. We, we killed 30, 40 every year. Yeah. Do, do you ever, do you ever remember asking your daddy who he ever thought had the best dog around up there other than his own dog? Well, they was, they was several good dogs. They was some, a bunch of brands on that. They kept them black and damn. They was good. They was real good dogs. And no feller hide, he had them black and damn. Yeah. They was good dogs. They killed a lot of bear from what they called him over with Daddy. They didn't. He said, where are they going? Where, where are we doing? So they wanted to hunt with uh, mm -hmm. your daddy when they went to hunt. Yeah, I know Goldman Martin. He's, he come over there one day. He was serious to him. And he told him what daddy said to him. I don't believe this anybody this year. But I just said, well, I said, we done kill one. He said, I'd like to, could I like to come up and go hunt with you? And daddy said, all right. He said, we're feeling the next week sometime. 
Mano, eu acho que eu mandei lá para o São Bernardo, era isso que eu tinha, em quilômetros. Aí eu assinei. É no Mother, né? Mother, né? Eu sou black, não. Someone called her black claw. And we went to clear it out to Landers Ball. Fun fact. It's coming right down. Well, that is fun. So that was going off on Mill Creek then, wasn't it? He said, see if I can find a wire. And we're not found one today. He said, he had the old, uh, had a black and tan then, called him track. Give me your old track. Oh, they said. He went right in the hole getting dark. I said, well, did you run yourself to death? No, he said, I didn't mean it. He said, I found my lost. I said, the old track of the tree dip in a minute, I believe. He said, I said, I won't wait for that gold. I said, no. Let who? Gold Mark. Next morning, my dad and my uncle, Goldman Martin, Baxter Jones, all of you there, but they went up there and stood me and my uncle and his boy, took the dogs and drove the dogs. My uncle, he went out to where he had that old dog and he said, and he got to where he went over a these old rail fences. That's where he'd drive over that and ride all along. And as soon as he got over the fence, he got the dogs over there. He went up to turn the loose. They took all the road straight up the mountain. And uh, I took off up to there. My uncle and his boy went around back over to up a little hollow. But I was going around up the ridge the way they, the dogs. Morning. I got up there. Well, I went farther than near that substation over there. And uh, heard somebody shoot. Well, the dogs just, they turned and coming right back. And, uh, well, I was going on up to there. And I looked and seen somebody coming running down the middle. And I stopped. And he's watching to see what he's doing. He dropped down on his knee. There's a tree there with force. And he just getting up the force of that tree. And, he sh and then I saw the line of the tree then. He shot it out. It's the old Bowley Ferguson. I don't know, Bowley Ferguson, Mark Cathy. Mark, he said, I'll lift on this right there. Well, it rolled way up there. Steve and it rolled nearly to me. Yeah. I got a person. Well, Mark, I said, you just took one to give it down. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, some of them told me that this 253,000 wouldn't kill her. But he said, I know better. <laughs> he got him, did yeah. he, with my spare? Yeah. It weighed about. I guess it weighed about three tons. It's a good big bear. We 
Ed, Ed Bryson, Ed and Pony Bryson was on that uh, too. They were Pony's the judge there at Bryson. And we went down there. He said, oh, I'm going to get my car. We got down to the field up there. He went and got his car and drove out of the field and we loaded the barrel on it. So we took it. Went way down to the mouth mill, pretty sure. And decided we'd skin a piece of it. I'd like to take it on the mouth and have some pictures, baby. And that was the deficit. And we've got time to have pictures, baby, and dress it and all. I said, I'll take it on the mouth. And back said, I'd like to have a picture, baby. And then he told us, well, I said, we're not. But then, uh, old Mark, he got in on a fire killing. He hadn't never been on one. And he was getting up, wow, he was 40 year old. He had a good dog, but he hadn't been in on a kill. That's what. Well, and uh, all this, you know. Dog breeding and bear hunting and all. Uh, wonder, wonder why the plots gained so much recognition over the other guys that lived up there in the mountains that bred dogs and all. They just more of them, or well, they was they was a great big crowd of us in flocks. And back over there on uh, Eagle Nest Mountain, right there at Waynesville, there was a lot of bear through there. Oh, yeah. And they raised sheep, and them plots did, too. Yeah. And uh, Mark killed a whole lot of the sheep, and they got out of them dogs. They, now, they told me, said, them dogs, said, they come from Arkansas. Said, they got the stock of them dogs in Arkansas, and they moved back here. Right. And, uh, well, George told me, he said, they was, a big cur of hounds all the A big but cur. Said, said they had, really had the nerve. Yeah. And said they bred them. But well, where they got them lepers at, I don't know. I don't know well, they've been breeding those plots since way on back, John Rank. Yeah. Yeah, they had them in, in the family a long time. But well, you see, they, they moved over there and they settled that plot creek up there. Back in the 1700s, I yeah. believe, didn't it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. George, little George, he was talking to me about it. He's telling me when they were in the old rock died, when he come down there to get him, want to come and get him breathe. Well, he died just two or three days before that old rock out. Somebody poisoned him or something. George, he got telling me. And then when he told me, Said they was a cur dog. That they all started down off of? Yeah. That he, yeah. It, it is a great, great, great granddaddy, I believe it was, brought from Arkansas. Yeah. They moved from Arkansas to yeah. over there in Haywood County in Oxwagon. Oxwagon. Yeah. <laughs> they crossed some rough mountains then, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel now, as old as you are, and all these guys that you hunted with, 
done passed on and yeah, yeah and how, how do you how does that make you feel you just got the memories haven't you yeah that's all i can't go <laughs> i i like i told someone just a little bit I said, I'd still give $50 to <laughs> Well, I guess if it's in your blood like that, you you don't never get it out of your blood. Well, no, yeah. That's one thing. Now, you like coon Yeah. But now, if you would have got in to some brotherhood, you'd like it better. I like, I wasn't talking coon well, I mean, an awful lot, but by the way. I've killed several deer, but oh, I just knew that you were a bar of Don't you reckon it's because that dog's running and treeing and, yep. and you can't hold your feet still when you hear them dogs barking? No, <laughs> Yo, you can't hold your feet still. So, <laughs> my brother, he, he was the old dude. He said, uh, we went up there one time. We went on no land creek. Then uh, we had we had about four or five dogs. We had some good dogs, and uh, we turned them loose. Me and one of my nephews. Did. My brother he saw. Well, he because he's a lot older than I was. I was about forty year old. Man. Oh, he's stuck. He said, I'll swear to God, said they all run the dogs. <laughs> um, I guess you had to stay up with them. Well, we killed. There were three bears. I believe killed. Yeah, I killed three bears. And uh, I was preaching on He was with my daddy. He said, the last time I saw him, he said, well, I'll never forget that's going up barely. We was talking about we used to fish, me and him fished all the time. Said I said the Lord, I'll never forget that going barrel. Said that day he said you kill I said to that old Uncle Jim or that boy likes it. Well I just said he's crazy as I am. But you know, there if you think about it, there your daddy had always done that, bear hunted, had good dogs, and he raised you up doing it. And now, here you are, an old man, sort of speak, and yeah. all these years has passed, and there's not uh, probably anybody else left in the country that's done and seen and hunted with. They, the they thought like you quite a few people in the country. So half as much fun as I have. Yeah. I guess the Lee brothers out west, they were yeah. big lion and bear hunters out there. And and uh, the back east, this way, you know, I guess uh, you hunting with your daddy and the plots. And uh, I guess... Uh, well, I'm satisfied that my daddy, in his day, killed more bear than any man or food and smoke. Smoke them out. I wouldn't doubt what my daddy's killed the most of anybody ever.